no, I'm, I'm live tweeting. Or I'm live uh, broadcasting this. Really? No. Good. Thank you. Uh, what did we... Uh, let's see. Oh, so we have ragtime... <laughs> Towel. Let's not. Okay, are we, are we gonna? Okay, we're gonna do these jokes. Kleenex. So, <laughs> Kleenex minute. The Kleenex minute. Kleenex minute or Kleenex clock. Wash rat. Wash cloth hour. Wash cloth hour. Um. Week of towels. <laughs> <laughs> now, if anybody listening to this podcast right now understands what we are te- what we are teaking about. Cheesy, crazy. This Jay-Z. is like Jay Z crazy. That's a new thing. I'm gonna dust, start singing. Dust mop calendar. <laughs> Swiffer. Uh, oh, what's an alliteration for that? Swiffer almanac. Oh. <laughs> almanac. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. And welcome. To the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I am your co-host with the most, (laughs) Most Michael C. Macbeth, uh, the most Legos. Probably out of this, the three of us? Yes, that is very true. Sorry I interrupted you. I got really excited. You were so <laughs> excited about what... I don't even know what. You, I just was yeah, had to say, hey, hey. Uh, this is Joel. Back at it again. With the Vans? With the white Vans. <laughs> I do have to explain something really quick to our audience. Please, yes. This is the second time we've done this episode. Oh, you're giving away our secrets. Uh, it didn't get... It wasn't that long. It was only about 30 seconds. And history. then we realized that the jokes were just... Dan you know, Daniel's so, a joke from last year. Sometimes mm. you just need a take two, and yeah. we don't we don't take a lot of twos. <laughs> it's you a, know, it's, I, I can count on one hand the times we've started the show over. So that's very you true. You can count on one hand the number of take twos that we taped took. That we took. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So how 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 are you guys doing this week? When you take two, it only affects you. It, it takes a toll on the taker too. <laughs> That's good. Uh, we're inventing a lot of new limericks and stuff today. It's wonderful. I, I'm good, by the way. Thank yeah. you for asking. Yes. Yes, I'm doing well as well. Are you Are you sure? Yeah, I've had a lot of coffee today. Uh, Same. I t- yeah. I took multiple twos today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poop joke. <laughs> Uh, Fecal matter. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, you guys are doing okay. We seemed, yeah. we seemed a little. I'm doing okay. You know, our last show, I was, I'd been working so hard, I was just like, you forgot your name. I couldn't remember. Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember George McFly's we, name. I pronounced my last name wrong. I was delirious. Really loopy. I think we are all really tired because of all the things we have going on. Right. And... But I also, I also think that. It's not. It's not just last episode. This is something that's been kind of like, like building to that moment. Like that was kind mm. of like the the breaking moments. I think mm. we, we, we're over the hump. Is yeah, what you're yeah, yeah. But I think we need to grow as people, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 I think. I think we need to just spend some time. How did you guys feel about going around the table, just saying some constructive criticism? Uh, oh, let's do that. Let's yeah. start with you. Why don't you give me something that I do All right. that gets on your nerves and possibly on the nerves of people listening? So, okay. Okay. Joel. Yes. We talked about this before the episode. <laughs> you. Uh, okay. I need, to, I need to put this as constructive as Joel. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I need I need to tell you something. Yeah. You tend to breathe in hmm? a little bit too loud. Mm-hmm. And it... Uh, Joel! Joel! <laughs> I, I, okay, this is a serious thing. Like, I know we're being constructive, but mm-hmm. I, what I need you to do is to... N- N- not do that. <laughs> I, I, I I don't like that. Okay, so what I'm going to do... Joel. This is the last one, okay? okay. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be Chocolate Rain Guy, and I will breathe away from the mic... I will breathe away from the microphone. Okay. Watch, I'm going to try it. Hey, I have an oh, idea. What? And I'm going to breathe away from the microphone. How does that work? It got better and better. My next gonna the, get the tired. first The first one, there was a little bit of a... <laughs> As you were moving away from the mic. I think you're but. still going to hear it, but it won't be there quite as loud. And yeah, that's yeah, better. That was, that was good. But yeah. I might give myself a little wa- a lash of a whip. Which... You know, you could always try the limbo thing that I do under the microphone. I have tried that. It don't work. You did that? Okay, so... He... I just bumped the microphone. <laughs> Mike... It's okay. Okay, I, I can't say it. I, I gave Joel... I'm, I, I'm not going to give you criticism, too. Joel, you need to give mm. Michael criticism for last week. But, you know, we'll all keep it positive. I think... Yeah. Keep it super positive, hyper positive. I think your breathing is wonderful. Your breath smells really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, uh, but I you agree. breathe in a lot. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Oxygen's good. In all seriousness, I don't know why my breathing shows up louder than everybody else's because I don't... It's not like I'm doing it on purpose. Right. Yeah. No, uh, everyone, because everyone's got a different, weird. different shape and... and style to how their breathing works and yeah. it just it functions differently for everybody yeah. so no Michael yeah. yes I think stay positive that stay sometimes positive when you have stay something positive. to say it takes stay a little bit longer positive than it stay could positive. stay positive if you have the words at the beginning of the sentence as opposed to... Gotcha, gotcha. So you're saying... (laughs) (laughs) You're saying that you would like me to complete thoughts quicker. Oh my God, that was great. Yeah? Yes. Okay, okay. So I'll just just rattle things off even if I don't know how a sentence is going to end. I can can just keep moving along and see what happens, where it takes me. It did it again. That was brilliant. You did it so well. We're off to a good start, and you don't even have to turn your head a different direction (laughs) to do it. (laughs) It's like an adventure that we're going on this together. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a journey. I like that. Thank you. Thank you for the the helpful tip. All right. You're welcome. Michael? Oh, yeah. It's your turn. Yes. I'm I'm to give you constructive criticism? Yes. All right. Well... I will say this as quickly as I can because I don't want to take my time, you know. But I also want to be articulate and make sure that everyone can understand what I'm saying. And we're not going to speed this up in post, right? Anyways. You're doing great. (laughs) Thanks. So (laughs) I think you could benefit from something along the lines of a word of the day type thing. Because you tend to fall back on the same three or four adverbs and adjectives yes. when you're describing something. So if if a movie is choice or things are super fancy or, you know, things... Or things incredible. That, yes. I, so some, <laughs> some variety, you I, know? I would like... I Thank you. Yeah. I would like to mention that whenever I say it is so choice, that is quoting Ferris Bueller's Day Off every single time. Fair. And that's the reason for that. But I agree. My vocabulary does need a little work. 
Okay. Just a little, just a little upgrade, you know. Yes. Right. And yeah. All right, ladies and no. gentlemen, if you have anything you'd like to send to us. <laughs> oh, man, are we, we going to open that door? <laughs> so, gentlemen. That we shall improve upon. So, so are, we, are we okay? Are we okay after last week? Michael, you seemed, you didn't would, even, okay, Michael, you didn't know what show you were in. I know. I, like I said, I was really, really loopy. It he just. Delirious. Delirious with, <laughs> with tiredness. Also, Michael, I really, I really have to apologize to you. I was really rude to you last week. What, what did you say? Again? I was just super negative about oh. your lifestyle choices, man. Just super negative. You know, you got him so upset that Michael was cussing so much. I That's know. true. Abnormal amounts of cussing was happening for me. You I, know, mean, I like, was going to go with the cussing thing, but since it was just during the one show, I decided to... It's, it might just be an anomaly. We don't okay. know. One, one other thing, Joel, that I need to bring up yeah. while, we're, while we're in this safe space. Mm-hmm. Your Tom Hanks impression yeah. last week. What about it? Lackluster. It was rough, man. Yeah. Michael and I looked at each other, and it was just like, yeah, that was Oof. good. But your Mayo is really good. So I'll, I, I'll continue to work on that. Yeah. I, uh, I, You know what? You normally hit it. It just, for some reason, last week, we hit I it. I know. I don't and know, we just man. Quit, we just quit it. I think I think we should just take that mulligan, you know? Is, it, just... is that the one? Is that I think one? so. Yeah. yeah, that that's that's our one. Maybe for the year. For the um, year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can't do that badly again. I mean, you know, that that's given also our um, less than great live show, just because of a lot of things that that went on, and we learned from it. You yeah. know, we we learned a lot from that experience. What do we What do we learn? from last week cement an audience first <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought you meant from the live show <laughs> yes oh uh, that one yeah <laughs> so from, la- from last week i what did we what did we learn i may need to practice saying my own name um but, but i know that that's hard for a lot of people so yeah oh uh, you know what talking about last week i do have something to bring up guys specifically mm-hmm. an update to what, what are we calling this Bitegate. Beyonce Gates? Oh, oh, yeah. What should yeah. we, what should we the call it? The thing that Joel found out. Well, hashtag who bit Beyonce is well, the thing. Yes, but, that's the, uh, We need to call it... We we need to rebrand who who bit Beyonce. So how are we going to do that? Are we going to go with Gate? Because that seems a little usual that people do. And there's an issue. They, they Watergate it up. Let's call it Beyonce Gate. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything Beyond else. Gate. Yeah, I don't know. Be- Beyond gate? Beyond gate. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, no. Y- no. Bite Anse. Bite Anse. <laughs> Queen Bite. Queen Bite. Bite Anse. Queen no. Bite. Queen Bite? I think, I think Queen Bite works better. Queen Bite? Yeah. Beite? No, no. Queen Queen Beite. 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 Okay. Yes. So she is, she Beite because in fact that the situation has blown over. Sonalathon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who you brought up last week? Yeah, who actually, I'm wait, actually no. not even familiar with, but I just yeah, read its what, article, so I brought it. Well, up. Well, I mean, apparently, you know, Sonalathon is in my, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the fact. Um, but um, Sonalathon is, in fact, the woman who bit Beyonce. Mm. Like it has been, it has been reported. It confirmed. actually confirmed Sonalathon. But here's the other thing: mm-hmm. reportedly, she was on. The drugs, <laughs> the drugs, the drugs. All of all of them. I don't know. They just said, Sonalathon is on drugs." Oh, how awful for her! And so, so Beyonce didn't uh, press charges because no. Of... She's like, my friend is 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 
is on the drugs and she bit my face. Now, I it's would not like, like to, the bath salts incident. Yeah, so that's what I was going to mention is like out in Florida, if yeah, you're doing bath bad. salts and you bite somebody in the face, you usually eat their face. Mm-hmm. Was this kind of one of those situations? Thoughts? I don't. I don't think it was because those people are unstoppable zombies. That's true. Yes, and speaking as someone who was bitten in the ear by a friend and coworker this last weekend, it's wait, huh? You were bitten? Didn't break skin. Didn't break skin. No, we're but okay. I, I'm 100% sure Sonalathon didn't break Beyonce's skin, but <laughs> right. it's still fucking creepy. Wait, wait, wait. Were you working with Sonalathon? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe in disguise. Maybe she was just so high that, like, like you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Johnstown, Colorado. I'm going to dress up like a lighting designer. and <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. Michael, question, qu- question number one. <laughs> Was this bite on your neck? No, it was on my ear, I said. On your ear. On the cartilage, the earlobe. It was an ear nibble? That is so sexual. But it was, but it was not a nibble. It was it was bite down. Like hmm. it like she was trying to started, pierce your earlobe. It started out feeling like a nibble, but then it yeah, it felt like uh, an attempted piercing. Now was this person on bath salts? That's question number two. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Question number three. Did they have a thick Transylvanian accent? (laughs) Good evening. No, but that's pretty easy to disguise. I mean, we are in a theater and everyone is very familiar with accents and dialects. So, is a lighting designer. Think about that. He also has directed and and done done other elements of the theater. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. So, question number four. Have you been out in the sun today? Oh, uh, guys, Michael's a freaking vampire. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I didn't know Ugh. that your bites... Because there's very low blood flow to the to the cartilage areas doesn't in your matter. body. Doesn't and matter. So, does it, does it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. The, it, as the moment a vampire tooth touches thine skin... Let me see your hand. See, no... So what I... Your veins still work. Okay, okay. And also, <laughs> if I recall the uh, quote-unquote science, that they not only have to bite you, it's not just a bite, they mostly drain your blood, and then they have to replace it with a little bit of what they have. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fluid exchange. It is. It Question. is truly a fluid okay. exchange. Other que- we are spending so much time on this, but I'm so interested in this and nothing else. It's Michael Gate. M- Michael Gate. Okay. Did you have red wine after the fact? Because you can replace some wine with some blood. Oh, my gosh. I did. I you- did have red wine that night. By accident, somebody offered me a Nalgene bottle, and I thought it was water, and then I took a sip, and I was like, that is definitely not water. Oh, my word. Guys, okay, so next next thing, we need to have a conversation about this where we discuss what happens if Michael goes. What are, Joel, is it just you and me? What, what, why, well, why would he not be able to we do the show as a vampire? It's okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to become a vampire, man. Yeah, I mean, but, I'm gonna. I have to. I will, as I'm long gonna as he bu- promises not to bite us. Okay. Are you? Are you, are you just have to host a something random blood drive? That's all. Okay. 
I don't know about that. Are are you thinking that you're like Spike in the first few seasons, or are you Spike later on when you're good, Spike? I think either Angel or Spike later on, yes. So later on. Probably more so Angel because Spike was, he, he went through some some really rough patches. So guys, we've been on this for 15 fucking minutes. How are you <laughs> doing this week, and what the hell are you watching? Oh, well, you know, as as you know, I've been continuing Westworld. Um, uh-huh. That's... That is a trip. So <laughs> using, using like, some very – because, I, I, you know, I've seen the, the entirety of the show, sure. right? Yeah. Um, without spoiling what happens in Westworld, what are some – what wh- how can you explain this show? Ooh, okay. Imagine if a Rubik's Cube <laughs> had boobs <laughs> – and a cowboy hat. Oh, what? I think okay. it's the best analogy I get, that I can I come it. up with. It's it's that's very true. It's all about it's all about puzzles, man. It's a it's western puzzle with lots of nudity. Lots of boobs. All, a good amount of dick too. Hey, they you have know, a surprising equal opportunity nudity. Yeah. That's a good opportunity nudity. That's a mouthful. That is a good <laughs> band name. <laughs> Writing that down in I'm gonna the have to future. check that show out now. Equal opportunist nudist. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Equal opportunes nudes. (laughs) Joel, what what are you watching? Oh, oh, there was. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I also finally got around to watching that movie, The Circle, with Emma Watson and Tom Hanks and what is his name? He played Finn. Oh, John Boyega. John Boyega. Yes, interesting piece. Interesting movie. I okay. So what's the what's the premise of this movie? The premise is essentially the circle is a company that is an overarching, all inclusive identity protection social media network. So like Facebook. <laughs> essentially, it is it is a reference to the monster that is Facebook and mm. and what would happen if it were to continue unchecked, like going to the extreme okay. of invasion of privacy and all these all these things that uh, Emma Watson's coming in cold, uh, just started working at this company and noticing all these really bizarre things. Um, I don't want to give away too much more than that. I think it's conversation worthy. It's worth watching just to have those talks about it because there there are good points raised. I didn't enjoy the plot or the movie. Well, I didn't enjoy the plot twists. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't strike me as interesting. Yeah, interesting or powerful <laughs> in in any way. Okay. Also, Emma Watson was slipping in and out of her American accent. It was Ooh. really odd because she was doing this movie with Karen Gillan as her best friend. And Karen Gillan was keeping the Scottish accent, but Emma Watson had to be American, so she couldn't you know just use her normal voice. When that happens in movies, there is no excuse for that. You are not only an actor that should know better, but there are directors and dialect coaches. I don't Absolutely. understand how that happens so often. Absolutely. And it was so early on in the movie that I noticed the first few slip-ups. And it's like, seriously? If you're going to do that, wait till I, yeah. you know shooting stuff for the end. Yes, I agree. There shouldn't be an excuse for that. And Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta fantastic British accent. I mean, almost seamless. I couldn't find a flaw in it. Granted, I'm an American listening to an American affect a British accent, Mm -hmm. but I did not 
notice any issues. Mm-hmm. I feel the movie The Circle, though, is written by some middle-aged guys who are like, oh, the Facebook and the millennials are all okay with this invasion of privacy kind of thing. Which is, you know, I, I always find that ironic that people are like, oh, the millennials and their Facebook and like... All of the millennials I know are like, bye, Facebook. I'm leaving. This is fucking yeah. weird. And it's all the old old folks on Facebook Absolutely. nowadays. <laughs> Absolutely. So things that are worth talking about, but not the best plot twists and points. And Tom Hanks had such a bit role that it... I mean, he was, he was an important character. He was the CEO of the company, but he wasn't was very he, prominent in Was the he a villain? They they did kind of go that direction with it, but but they they made him like this likable villain. He was he was a Steve Jobs type, essentially. Okay, so well, very like, social, very very clever, funny. Well, and he would make these jokes to cover the underlying sinister. Right. Things. Steve Steve Jobs was known very specifically for being an absolute asshole to everybody in his life. Like that is like a known thing that a lot of people talk about. But it was just like it was like if Steve Jobs were social. Was social. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. I dig it. I would say that. But yeah, again, I think worth the watch but not worth paying money for. And it is on Amazon Prime. Hey, so. perfect. Yeah. Joel. Mm-hmm. I am still on my movie list because it's very, very long. So I'm going to throw out the couple things I watched this week. Watch Citizen Kane. Never seen it before. Uh, it Rose was Bud. Yeah, it was cool, but it's like sled. I know. I, 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 don't <laughs> I, can't, know. I can't do a Family Guy joke. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to do it. That's my bit. I know it's your my bit. Bat. Uh, it's been called the best movie in the world, and I'm just like, eh. uh, so has <sighs> The Godfather. And I was just discussing with somebody how unaffected we were by that film. Citizen Kane did amazing things for the time that it was made. Mm-hmm. Currently, it's not that amazing. Yeah, it just it just doesn't hold up. I, I think as well as you know so many other things. Like do, I but. think I think when something is a stepping stone or revolutionary in its time. I mean, if you compared. The original Star Wars A New Hope movie to other amazing sci-fi of today, it just wouldn't hold up. But it set that standard. Yeah, and I think – I mean there were – the performances were great and everything. It was just like the story was – It wasn't really – It didn't didn't hold me as much. Yeah, it was hard. I did, however, watch Mommy Dearest for the first time, which was great. Mommy Dearest? Which one's that? Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford. Yep. Yeah, that one's great. Oh, my gosh. She's scary, and it was great, and it was brilliant. I also watched Her. Which is great. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah he falls in love with this uh, computer. And, Chris Pratt um, is in that movie, just in the background. You don't even see his face. He's oh, just like, funny. hey, man. Here's my thing with Her. I, I, you know, I heard it was so great and everything, and I kind of, after hearing the plot synopsis or the, the you know, whatever, I kind of was like, mm, this sounds kind of lame, but... It's got all these great reviews, and everybody says it's so great, so I'm going to check it out. And it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And it's actually kind of scary because it you know, it takes place in the future, but it's not the distant future. Right. And <laughs> it's like we might be going that way where people start falling in love with computers. And so yeah. anyway. I do have a, que- I do have a question about <clears throat> yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Would you play the video games that were in her? He has very specific video games that he plays. Oh, where he's walking with the... With I the don't know. He's walking. Yeah. With the... Because uh... <laughs> his name is Joaquin oh, yeah. Phoenix. Joaquin is walking in certain... He buys his video game, right? And it's like 
VR, right? And but you don't have to wear um, a headset to play it, right? So and then this like little dude pops up, right? Like little little character, and the little character is like, "Fuck you, you fucking fuck!" And then it's just like. Oh, oh, the little the little guy's cursing. It's cute because he knows the bad words. It's great. I, I, I probably not. I, I usually don't get into those. Like, what do you call them? Like one player one games. How, what do you call those? Oh, uh, first person shooters. First person, first person games. Not even necessarily oh, okay. shooting games, but like but where you're person. running around all over a map and stuff. Mm. Those 3D games. I just don't get into them. But anyway, Fair I also watched. You talked about it a couple of weeks ago. The Netflix nailed it. Yes. The baking. Have you seen it yet? We've talked about it a couple times. Yeah, I talked about it last week, too. I'm so sorry. Oh, it was great. It was great. He's repeating himself. I watched it with my cousin and her husband, and we were dying. so good. They need need to to have... There's. She's on one of the first episodes. Her name is Cindy Weinstock, and she's the little tiny Jewish woman with the Uh giant glasses. She's amazing. She needs to be on every show. I don't know why she's not. So Okay, so this woman, big old glasses, older woman, right? So And she's one of the, the judges, right? She disappears. She from gets filming. bored. She gets she bored. just starts walking around the set and going through what? going through food and pans. She's and like, stuff. I'm gonna have a piece of licorice. I don't care if they need this for the and scene. Then she goes, I like this pan. It doesn't have the grooves in it like mine. I'm gonna keep this. <laughs> what a stick. I anyway, love it. So that she was great. Was great. Did, I loved her. I loved her. Did uh, anybody look at Jesus Christ Superstar Live last night? Um I didn't get to. I was I was supposed I was tr- trying to watch it today and I didn't have time. <laughs> I didn't finish it, so I'm going to finish it. We'll talk about it next time. Yeah. Let's, let's but, make... Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Survives. <laughs> Comes back. He's like, you thought I was dead? April Fools! <laughs> Seriously, though, the biggest thing I wanted to talk about was, of course, the Roseanne premiere. Oh, oh yes. Uh, this was a big deal for me, because for most of you that know, Roseanne's my favorite show. And all I'm going to say is, it's as good as it ever was. A lot of people were bitching that they were com- they were fighting too much and complaining and being too political and blah, blah, blah. And I just like to that, I say, if you think that, then you weren't paying attention when it was on the, oh, yeah, the totally. first time. That's what the show was like. Mm-hmm. They didn't get political before. Uh, yes, they did. They talked about abortion. They talked about gun control. They talked about drugs. They talked about and it wasn't racism. Just like, it, it wasn't was, like just talking, too. It was a conversation. Yeah, political doesn't mean talking about politicians. I mean, it can mean that, but that's not specifically what politics are. So, Right. Um, but it felt to me like episode one of season 10 as opposed to a reboot or a revamp which is what I wanted it to feel like they didn't take the time to introduce or reintroduce characters and all that kind of stuff it just felt like it was we're back yeah it just felt like they were back and I liked it I think I thought it was awesome did you guys watch it or have you looked at it I haven't yet I have I've not watched I didn't watch anything this week I have had like in like mini spurts. You're, but I, you are a busy, busy man. Yeah, and I can't talk about any of the projects that I'm working on. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, mine this week, gentlemen, mm-hmm. talking about how you hate uh, first-person video games, mm-hmm. mine's a first-person video game. Uh, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm not sure. It's called The Witness. Okay. And the whole premise of The Witness is it's a first-person game, kind of like, did you guys ever play Myst? Uh, the classic game where you'd like mm. travel across this island and try to solve puzzles and stuff like that. I don't it's think like, so. It's like that, but it meets Sudoku puzzles, which is really cool. Okay. And so it's all based around puzzles that you solve in this world. It is absolutely fantastic because 
you start off this game not knowing how to play it, right, at all. So you'll, like, go through, and the game, without any dialogue, without any text, will teach you how to play the game. Okay. Right? So, like, for instance, there's a, a black circle and a white circle, right? You have to cut between those to separate them within the puzzle, right? They can't be touching within the puzzle. So, and it teaches you that specific move, right? So then you, your brain learns, all right, if they're two different colors and they're circles, right, they have to be separated. What if you add a third circle? What if you add a fourth different color? What if you add different shapes? And then you'll find, like, later on, you're, you run into a puzzle and you're like, I don't, I have no idea what this means, right? And then you'll just, like, walk away play the game for another couple hours, find, and the game will teach you through another set of puzzles how to do this other move, okay, which takes yeah. you back to the ones that you missed before mm. that you can go into those areas, right? And the coolest thing, the coolest thing that I think a lot of people talk about when it comes to this game is how you solve puzzles, right? Or how your brain works when it's solving puzzles. So... This is this is a consistent thing that happens with a bunch of people, and it's very cool, like psychologically. But first off, if you play this game, it's on it's on iPhones. Mm -hmm. you can buy it for ten bucks. I highly recommend it. It's great. Mist. Uh, no, it's called The Witness. The Witness. Oh, Mist was the, the other the one. Classic one. Yeah. Okay. So when you get stumped on a puzzle, right? A first off, mm -hmm. don't cheat. There are codes to yeah. look up, like all, all mm -hmm. puzzles are. Let it sit. Sleep on it overnight. Okay. In the morning you will be able to solve that puzzle. Like, consistently, what, mm. from what I hear from people, like, you were able to, like, in your sleep, like, resolve how that puzzle works and then come back to it and then immediately solve it. That actually I've, sounds like something that I would like. There, there's an old game called Quirk. Mm-hmm. It was Q-W-I-R-K. And it was kind of like that. There weren't any instructions for Quirk. Uh -huh. It was just this little dude, and you pushed balls around a room and pushed cubes around a room, and that you had to fill in familiar. holes and stuff. And you had to make certain things disappear, and you had to make build towers to get up on th But they didn't tell you how to do so anything. Like, you had to figure it all yeah, out yourself. It's like an old school digital escape room. Almost. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that sounds along the cuz I it sounds along the same lines. I I downloaded a game this week that I tried. It's fun, but they tell you how to do everything. Yeah. And every time something new is introduced, they say, "Okay, no try this." Kind of like they do on Candy Crush, I think does does yeah. that too. And um so You know, I I did an escape room recently with some mm -hmm. friends and the the employees were helping us so well, much more than we were wanting. Yeah. And and then That's also also there were a, we were we were thinking you know because most of us had been doing several escape rooms together, you know, in sequence, we were we were thinking too hard about certain clues. <laughs> like no, literally the combination is written on this big ass sign on the <laughs> box mm, okay. <laughs> you know and <laughs> oh okay well i didn't realize it was that easy okay moving on and also they said you know you get three hints and you can still be on the leaderboard you know if you if you That's use too these three many hints. it is too many and they were offering us hints beyond that when we weren't even asking for hints like leave us alone let yeah, us figure let it us, out let us think this through what right. what is the problem are you just wanting your success rate to go up or what anyways yeah. that's what that made me think of i might check that out though that sounds Seriously. that sounds uh, i'll let you i'll let you play a little bit on my phone before we boogie okay. out of here today oh all right let you play all through right. the first level or something right, it's right. it's good dude 
It's it's super super good. Cool. Super super good. So good. It's so good. What's so, another what's another adverb besides super? Choice. Choice. <laughs> Great. Great. But Lovely. No, ad, adverb. Lovely. Cuz you you're using super as an adverb. It's 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 a very lovely thing. Works for me. Yeah, I love it. It's a very right. lovely game. It's gorgeous. <laughs> um, the music is great. It's it's fun. When like earlier today, I was trying to solve a puzzle for like twenty minutes. The moment I did it, next sitting next to Michael, I was like, yeah, that feels it, it feels <laughs> it feels fucking good. He, when he, you he made an it. Andy Samberg jizz in my pants. Face. I. <laughs> it wasn't just making the face. Let's be real. <laughs> I wanted to keep it, you know, PG 13, 14 ish. <laughs> I think whether he did it or not is already passed. <laughs> True. Anyway. All righty, moving right along. Do you have a question for us, Charles? I do. So, question for you guys. And this comes from us from online. I don't have the name in front of me, but that's okay. I don't uh, either. Yeah, that's fine. What are the most memorable TV episodes? Featuring regular cast members in different roles. Can we break down this question a little bit? Sure. So, first off, television. It's that thing that, you know, you watch. Yes. um, That's... What else? That's. <laughs> can we be real here? Television has become pretty amorphous because Netflix is considered television, but it also has movies, but it has television. So, what's the difference there? Anyway, keep, but yeah, but that's yeah. point. So <laughs> then the next thing is episodes, which no, I'm not going to. All right. Uh, so like, what what shows that have cast members, but they play different roles? Meaning, in the addition same, to their regular role, the same actor plays different roles in the same show. So yes. think, so think, yes. so think. Community when Abed also plays evil Abed, because that's two separate okay. characters. Okay, okay, that that helps. Thank you. Yeah. I think the one I think the one that comes to me first is Stargate does this like later on in the show where they start pitching this idea for a Stargate movie like within the show and they start doing other episodes of television they do Star Trek they do Farscape they do all these other they do jokes Team America they do Team America with them and it's it's good it was but, the 200th episode was amazing yeah so that's the one that comes to mind for the most part first that's a good one i think the a really obvious one is friends where lisa kudrow plays her twin mm-hmm. who is also in a different show there you go. Yeah, did yeah. we did we figure that out that her twin sister was on the she other show? Mad about you or something? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Where what was, that, her, they, what was her sister's name? Uh, Truman. No. Theremin. She talked about this on RuPaul's podcast. I think it was. We just talked about this like a couple weeks back. I think it was Mad About You. Yeah, because that was on around the same time. Um, for me, I have a couple that come to mind. Some are more um bigger staples than other, but on Bewitched, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, who played Samantha, would also play her cousin Serena yes. and come in and start trouble. And yeah. she was so great. Uh-huh. She was so great. And then she and Agnes Moorhead would switch off and she would play her mother playing her, as in her mother was disguised as her, mm-hmm. or vice versa and stuff like that. That that always was great, too. The Munsters did it where Fred Gwynn played his twin, and mm-hmm. that happens often. Um, he played yeah. his twin brother, and he had an accent like this instead oh, of his normal, you know, thing, yeah. which was funny. And then they also did one where he 
didn't he something happened to him in the la, in the basement the laboratory and he ended up looking like a normal person so that was kind of funny too because he was playing the same character but when yeah. you know he looked so different here's another one i might need to fact check this because i'm i'm not sure if my timeline okay. is completely correct but you don't watch big bang theory but have you seen big bang theory i've seen it yeah okay so the the voice of howard's mother who's never on yeah. screen uh-huh. i believe that actress passed away a few years ago, okay. and actually, the lady who plays Bernadette filled in that voice. Oh, I okay. don't quote me on that, but that is what I think happened. Okay, that's interesting. I did not know that's who plays his wife now. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of funny. He actually married his wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> or he married his mother. Married his mom. That's weird. Uh, the, another one I think of that was like a big one for me was a huge watching Married with Children when I was growing up. I was a huge fan of that show. They did one where Peggy was telling a story to Seven, who was their kid later on in, the, in later seasons, and it was they acted out with the story she was telling, uh, it was which was pretty much a romance novel. Oh. And Peggy was playing the girl that got kidnapped by pirates, played by Jefferson and Al, and uh, Steve came back. And that was fun, too. Right. That was a good one. That was a good one. I Okay, the only other one that I can really think of right now that's kind of like that is Arrested Development uh-huh. with Andy Richter playing... All of the Richter quintet, the quintet, but he wouldn't play quintuplets. any. That's yeah, he, he would play the the Richter quintuplets, except Andy Richter. So and he, Andy Richter was the one who decided not to have his image used. Yeah, exactly. So they blurred, so they blurred out they blurred one out. face. Yeah, they blurred out. Yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> Although digital compositing tells us his face probably looks something like this, and, and they would it, just move one to the other. Oh my God, that's it. funny. <laughs> that guy is hilarious. Yeah. There's so much more to him than what you see on Conan uh-huh. because he's hilarious on that show, but that guy has got some stuff up his sleeve. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We are going to move on. I have a sponsor for you this week. All right. What's the the pitch? Uh, This week, this show has been brought to you by Jelly Beans Flavored Like Other Candies. Uh, Yup. Because, hello, with Easter this week, I've been eating jelly beans that taste like Starburst, jelly beans that taste like Sweet Tarts, that taste like licorice, Uh several other things. Um, I discovered a new one this year. I'm pretty sure I discovered it new this year. Mm -hmm. And it is the Trolley Bright Crawlers. Yes. Yes. The Sour Gummy Worms. It's good tech week food. Yeah. I want... I I was going to talk about this specifically, those those jelly beans, because they're like, oh, all the the sour flavors. And they've got like, like citrus fruits, like, you know, lemon, which was like, that was like a little rough sometimes. And the orange and even the raspberry and the cherry, or not raspberry, but the cherry and the the apple. But then they go, and then strawberry, which is like the sweetest freaking thing. And I was like, that's not, that's not a sour. How about rawberry? Rawberry. Rawberry is good. Or gun was the other one. Yeah. (laughs) All new flavors like banana, fizz bitch, and Gun. Yes. Oh, I, I lost my mind gun. the first uh, five times listening to when they when they hit gun. So, <sighs> have you ever? I this this is a reference to uh, an online video called Power Thirst. Yeah. No, okay, okay. I know what you're let's talking just about. Not, yeah. well, we've we'll already talked on. about it on yeah. the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll we'll move on. But also, <laughs> I think really quick we should go around the circle. Favorite jelly beans, Michael. 
Being a being a what would be like a what we uh, no I was thinking like jelly bean sommelier. <laughs> so you know what to pair your jelly beans with. Oh my! So yeah. what? Okay, so what is your favorite jelly bean? Honestly, the discovery of the bright crawlers. That was that's your was, favorite of all time. I mean, Starburst is a classic. Don't get me wrong. Okay, it it holds up, but. But Bright Crawlers is a new contender, and I love sour things so mm-hmm. much more than other candies. So I dig it. Joel, okay. favorite jelly bean of all time. I also like Starburst, but I, ah, I got to tell you this. I feel s- like it's too, no, wait a minute. It's I, too no, mainstream listen, to say Starburst. Listen, I like Starburst a lot, but I got to stick with the classic jelly beans. The Brock's Je- jelly beans. Okay. Brock's, Brock's right. is good. I was like jelly belly. Specifically, jelly, belly's good. jelly, oh, jelly bellies are gourmet. They are school. And you I, cannot have a like. handful of those. I yeah. can't do a handful of them because you could get popcorn and kiwi in the same bite, and that's, that's weird. Good. Specifically, white. Black and orange are my three favorite flavors. Mm, okay, of Brock's. Well, I mean, like the black is like that that classic black, black licorice, licorice. Yeah. and black mm-hmm. licorice is absolutely delicious. Yes, it is. I'm so. glad that the three of I I hear that so rarely that, that people, people hate like, it. Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, it. yep. It's, it's, it's a it's, it's a very polarizing. It's an thing. acquired taste. Yeah. What about you? What jelly beans? The the best ones of all time, <laughs> Nerds Jelly Beans. I knew you were going to say okay, that. Nerds so Jelly Beans good. are so good. Texture-wise, there's so much happening. Yeah. Have you had these? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So to to our audience who hasn't experienced the Nerds Jelly Beans, welcome. It's amazing. It's like a classic jelly bean with a hard candy outside and it is so weird and different and new and i love it also the laffy taffy ones are mm. pretty solid laffy taffy is good i was gonna also say the nerds ropes nerds are ropes. just as good as the bumpy jelly beans oh god i i completely agree yeah. what's the nice thing about the nerds ropes tie two of them together you've got a double rope <laughs> You can hang yourself with sugar. I, I, I don't know. I don't like nerds ropes. I'd just rather eat nerds on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I anyway. love nerds, but I can't mix them with my other favorite snack. I think I've talked about this. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anyways, we need to move well, on. Well, nerds, um, I have a six degrees for you, yep. gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seeing as how we just had Easter not too long ago, and we were just talking about jelly beans. I... When was that? Right. I was thinking about actors who have played a Jesus role. Okay. All right. So... Is it it Willem Dafoe? Is it going to be... I would like you to connect Jim Caviezel, Passion of the Christ... Okay. Oh, right. ...with Danny Pudi. Oh, yeah, he has. <laughs> he did play Jesus in that episode. Um, also, <laughs> added bonus here, I would like you to get there by way of one Jesus allegory. Now, you can use an obvious one, or you can try to convince me of something that's incredibly obscure that says, no, this character was definitely a, a Jesus-type character because of xyz all right so all right quick reminder for our listeners uh we play this you have to connect two actors within six steps or less you may use television you have to know the name of the actor and the name of the movie or the tv show five minutes on the clock gentlemen and we are going to take a word from our sponsors so who the fuck is jim caviezel i don't know yeah all right 
He was in Passion of the Christ. I heard him say that. Hey there, friends. This is your humble host, Charles. Just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, I am writing up a new script and think there might be the perfect role for you. Do you want to do you want to check out the script? Uh, so we've got a couple quick things to mention before getting back to the show. So let's get this show on the road. Number one, we are working on tweaking some of the bits on the podcast and should have some cool things to chat about in the near future. We're actually even going to be doing one of our postmortems in a few episodes down the road. Uh, cool stuff is happening. Uh, and number two, as always, we're in need of your help to keep the show going. Uh, we're looking for questions to answer on this podcast and would love to hear from you, our audience. So email us at podcast at somethingrandommedia.com or check us out on all of our social medias. Clickable links are in the description of this podcast. You should also check out our other two shows, number one being Talk and Roll, which is a D&D real play podcast. And number two is Working Out the Kinks, which is an inclusive sex and sexuality podcast. Both are rad, really rad. Give them a go if you need something new to listen to. As always, thank you so much for listening to the show, and I love you. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hear t- your I'm, let's okay. hear your connection real quick here, and uh, and we'll see how we feel. All right. So, but here's the problem: Can you name a Dan Aykroyd Chevy Chase movie right off the bat while I list these slow enough to get you to that point? Okay. Ow. Uh, yeah, I got one in my head right now. Okay. So so we go from uh, Jim Caviezel, who is in that Jesus Christ passion, the passion Christ. of the Je- the the. Passion of the Christ. G- Passion of the Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> oh, my God. To, to Mel Gibson, who was in that same movie, right? Yep, his uh, hand. So that's one, right? Mel Gibson. Uh, which way do we go he again? He was in Casper. Casper the Friendly Ghost with Dan Aykroyd, right, who is in... Nothing But Trouble with Chevy Chase. Okay, so that's three. Or Three Amigos or, you know, any of those. And then to Community with... Yeah, Four. Because so that, that's where you were going. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Now, if you're going with the Jesus thing, technically, Bill Pullman dies in the movie and comes back to life. Yes, he does. As a ghost. But no, then he comes back. He comes back to oh, life. Oh, he does come back. Okay. Yeah, because the machine that they invented, he comes okay. back to life. Now, is that... That, that would sell, Did I think. Okay, in in the biblical story, mm-hmm. check me if I'm wrong. I don't think anybody created a machine to bring Jesus back <laughs> to life. No, no, that uh, that didn't happen in the Bible that I recall. I have read the book all the way through, and <laughs> all right, so um, it's up to you, man, if you want to count it. Ah. Uh, I I will go ahead and count it because that is a that is a good solid effort, good argument skills, and I mean, you moved on from trying to convince me that Fletch was a Jesus allegory, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. So I'll I'll accept it. Okay. But I will show you my path, which I am proud to say that yeah, with one exception, I did it all in my head without and you, and IMDb. You, you didn't use the I'm... D- d- I, did, I didn't until one one thing. I, w- I was just looking for the clincher. Um, the, the, so the, what I had was Jim Caviezel, and one of one of my all-time favorite movies is The Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, he was that in the movie. He was in. That was, that was the one I didn't want to give away because he was in that with Guy Pierce. Yes, he was. That took me straight to Memento with not only Carrie M. Moss, but also Joe Pantoliano. Can you try that again? Pantolunios? 
Tint one more time. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> so both of those people were in The Matrix. Yes, they were. With Keanu Reeves That's playing great. a Jesus role, the okay. one Neo, the savior of the world. That was That was where I went with that. And then he was in Take Your Pick, Speed, or Lake House with Sander Bullock, who did the proposal featuring Betty White, who is in, who was an anthropology teacher. How many steps is that? That, that is like... six steps exactly. Okay, that sounded like I it almost felt like one too many. Nope. Okay, I I could have gotten there sooner. Actually, I found a lot of other avenues after the fact. That's that, awesome. Uh, yeah, um, because I was I was looking for Chris Evans or. Zachary Quinto because of um, because of Danny Pudi being in uh, The Winter Soldier and there was another one that he was featured in I can't remember alright so um, I think we're I mean obviously we're to part the curtain a little bit so you guys see what's kind of going on behind the scenes we are reworking six degrees of separation here just slightly yeah and we're not going to spoil what it's going to be we're going to leave it at that for now right we have some ideas of brewing and it's going to start next week which i'm kind of excited for so michael yes this week you need to work on your impressions hmm Impressions. Mm-hmm. Any particular ones let's, you want me to work on? Uh, let's do just all of them. Uh, just any. all of them. Okay. Okay. Every person that's an actor or an actress. Excellent. Yeah. I can do that. Can we? Can we do some test ones really quick? Sure. All right. So, Michael, mm-hmm. do uh, Morgan Freeman. Ever since I was a little boy, people have enjoyed the sound of my voice. That's great. That's a, that's a solid one. Do nice. do Joan Rivers. I got nothing. <laughs> no, no. I, this is this is the thing. We have to start going with this. Hi, I'm Joan Rivers. That's great. That's really <laughs> solid. It's a little more. more like this. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> cool, cool. Thanks for the, the help there. All right. I've got what, what Joel, give my mm-hmm. gold to uh, I would like to hear your, let's see. I would like to hear your Samuel L. Jackson. Let's see. I'm trying to think of just just like something to to say besides uh, besides his wonderful um, bedtime. Uh, give book. me the Pledge of Allegiance. <clears throat> okay. Oh, this can. I'm worried about this no, one. Go here. ahead. Go ahead. You got it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic <laughs> for which it stands. <laughs> That's good. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Not bad. I got one more for one for okay. one more. I want to hear from you. <clears throat> I'd like to hear Christopher Lloyd <laughs> yes. doing. Oh, Christopher Lloyd doing um, Taylor Swift's "Shake It Off." Mm. All right. I stay out too late. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing in my brain. Okay, you don't need to. Marty, shake it off. <laughs> Shake it off, Marty! Great. See, <laughs> you're, you, you've got more up your sleeve than you yeah, Exactly. All right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, you guys, I have a game that I'd like to play. Oh, yeah. right. this, is, this is a fun thing, and it's a little bit of a twist on... Um, on things that we usually do, but this is going to be a lot of fun. Now, you cannot use your phones or computers. I'm sorry. So... This is a non-Google game, okay? Here's what's going to happen. this game. Here's what's going to ha- happen. The game is called Which Real is Real, okay? Okay. So I have five movie synopses here. 
Okay. You synopses. To, synopses. Mm-hmm. You have to tell me which are real and which are not. All right. That sounds fun. And for, uh, I'm going to mark them down on the scorecard here. And uh, whoever has more correct answers at the end will be the winner. All right. Okay. Mm. All right. So you're going to go first. Pick a number between one and five. Five. Okay. The other two that, that are, by the way, the other two, there, there are two that are fake. There are three that are real. The two that are fake, I just made up. Okay, so here we go. Here's your first, is it real? Is the, Which real, real is real? Okay. Candle, so, okay, is is the title, is it real, which one's real no. is real? Which real is real? Which is real. the title of the game. Which will is real. Which real is real? <laughs> Homestyle10.net. Listen. Candles of the Dead. When a poor, aging undertaker starts stealing leftover candles from funerals, he finds that their use makes him feel younger and stronger. He discovers that the younger the deceased is, the more powerful and youthful he gets. Townspeople become concerned not only when the undertaker's unknown son takes over the business, but when teenagers in town begin mysteriously disappearing and dying every week. All right. Is that real or not? Is it real or is it not? It's and the ti- re- title it's of the real. Charles says it's real. Okay. What do you say? What was the title of the movie again? Candles of the Dead. I could see that being real. I'm I gonna know. Say it's it's real. Okay. We got two real answers here. I'm not going to give you the answers until the end of the game. Okay. Excellent. Pick a number between one and four. Three. Okay. This one is called The Saga of the Viking Women and Their Voyage to the Waters of the Great Sea Serpent. That's the title? That's the title. Can you say that one more time, please? The Saga of the Viking Women and Their Voyage to the Waters of the Great Sea Serpent. Got it. The Viking women are awaiting the return of their Viking men from a hunting expedition and growing tired of the long wait, set sail in search. In a storm, their ship is destroyed and they are washed upon an island where they find their Viking men being kept prisoners by a band of barbarian warriors. With much resourcefulness, they rescue the menfolk and head home, pursued by the hostile warriors. The warriors are soon destroyed by a sea monster who then turns its attention to the Vikings. The sea monster is eventually destroyed by one powerful strike of a Viking sword. Is it real or not? Man, that sounds amazing and absurd at the same time. When was this movie made? May I ask that? I, I don't have any years written oh, down. Okay, so okay. They're all old. I'll just tell you all that. Old. I think <laughs> that being said, I'm gonna go with not real. I'm, I'm gonna real. go. I'm gonna go with real. Let's mix this up a little bit. You yeah. said real. You said not real. Okay. All right. One, two, or th- four. One. Okay. A bucket of blood. Bucket of blood. Walter Paisley, a nerdy busboy at a cafe, is jealous of the talent and popularity of its various artistic regulars. After accidentally killing his landlady's cat and covering the body in plaster to hide the evidence, he is acclaimed as a brilliant sculptor, but his newfound friends want to see more of his work. Lacking any artistic talent whatsoever, Walter has to resort to a similar method to produce new work and soon people start mysteriously disappearing. Is it real? I'm going to say that's not real. Okay, CJ says no. What do you think? I'm going to have to agree. Not real. Yeah, okay. sorry. It feels a little bit too much like uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. I think that's no, all right, okay. All right, all 
right. Maybe it's the original Little Shop of Horrors. No, the original no, Little Shop of Horrors is Little Shop of Horrors. Older, yeah. yeah. Okay, two or four? Four. Okay. A horse and other gifts. Okay. After losing her husband and son in a train fire, novelist Judith Timber finds herself lonely on her ranch and no longer interested in writing. When a woman traveling by horse calls in need of a place to rest, Judith hesitantly offers her a place to sleep and board her horse. Days later, she wakes to a note from the woman thanking her and leaving the horse to her as a gift in exchange for hospitality and friendship. The horse inspires Judith to write about him and colorful flowers. Soon she discovers that no matter where the horse sleeps for the night, colorful flowers appear there the following morning. She writes of a beehive and a well and finds out whatever she writes about appears the following morning, so she writes about a vision from her late husband husband and son mm. is it real i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna, I'm say, gonna, say, I'm gonna say it's real too and it okay. sounds like a lead-in to stranger than fiction <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right last one the wasp woman janice starlin the owner of a cosmetics firm sees that her fading beauty is causing waves in her personal life and business pseudoscientist eric zinthrop claims to have developed a serum from the enzymes of wasps that will turn her aging skin to youthful she agrees to be the first human to try the injections and as soon as her beauty returns colleagues notice that she is also having a nasty personality change soon zinthrop gets hit by a car and can no longer make the serum janice turns into turns into a wasp-like woman is it real i'm gonna say false not i'm gonna say that's not a thing okay i'm gonna disagree just because of the uh the current show i'm in you know taming of the shrew there's actually the line if i be too waspish waspish best beware my sting (laughs) so i'm gonna say it's real all right now go from from the top down all right bucket of blood about the guy who Covers a cat in plaster. That is a real movie. No way. <laughs> Absolutely is. Did I say false? You both got that one oh. wrong. Oh, okay. we both got it wrong. Wasp Woman is also real. No Boom. way. I'm I'm wondering Michael if Michael said no. Mike or Michael said yes. CJ said no. So I'm Michael wondering if if uh, Joel's tricking us and if all of these are actually real and they just seem to. Out there. We'll find out. I'll keep going. The saga of the Viking women and their voyage to the waters of the great sea serpent is real. (sighs) CJ got that one right. Uh, Michael uh, got that uh, one uh, wrong. uh, uh, uh. You both got one one point apiece. The horse and other gifts is not real. I made that up. Oh. And you both said that one was real, so you both got that one wrong. All right. Candles of the Dead. Here's here's the winner, because we went both opposite on this one, didn't we? Did we? No, you both no, said real, both said and it. you're both wrong. I what? made that one up Candles well. of the Dead as well. Yeah. So you actually wrote these premises? I wrote Candles of the Dead and A Horse and Other Gifts. Oh, my gosh. So did you find the movie title and, and write a premise based on what you thought it could be about? Oh, no. No? These oh. are all fully fabricated. Excellent. Okay. You both got one right out of five, which is fail. So. Are we going to have like a tiebreaker? Yes. I no. could look one up, but no. I won't have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a tiebreaker next time. Fair enough. <laughs> that all was right. fun. Yeah, that was that. good. That was fun. I had fun putting that together. So. <laughs> I want to see those movies. 
I might want to see that. I want to make those movies if they haven't been made already. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> Candle of the Dead sounds so much fun. All right. I, I have, a, I have a, a thing that we need to talk about. I've okay. got a question mm-hmm. for us to all to deliberate. In pleasing baritone. Yes. So, so let's talk Desert Island picks. Ooh. One movie, one album, one book. What you got? Okay. Okay. I we we get this question submitted actually quite often and right. um, we we put it off a few times. So yes. I'm glad yeah, we've never answered it. this. But I, so who who yeah. is there somebody specific that keeps? I actually whenever I ask for questions, this question gets sent in like usually two name, or three times. Name one person who said it before. Um, I know Hello Billy submitted it. She sent Thank this question you, hello, before. Thank you, Hello Billy. Uh, my friend Brittany sent it in. Michelle, I believe Josh has sent it in. Handful of people have that come to mind. So yeah, I'm wondering if based on what we newly experience we can we can adjust these lists for ourselves what do you think are we wait are we choosing each other's no no, no. i I'm, I'm saying if if we come back to this question in a month Oh, say, mine has, are going to be the same. Yeah. Okay. No, mine okay. are going to be the same. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. But if you if you leave the desert island and come back, what do you bring in next? <laughs> what month? are you bringing next time you're stranded? Um, who wants to start? Anybody? I guess I'll go ahead go and ahead. start. Mine mine will seem a little strange, but I have plenty of reasoning behind this. Okay, let's All hear right. It. So I'm going to say movie. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Michael Sarah, oh, and Mary d- Elizabeth Winstead. I dig it. Every single time I watch the movie, I find something new that you I find I, something new every time. I could watch that frame by frame and and analyze it for years. Uh-huh. I absolutely could. Okay. So there's that. It's on my list. That is a perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. It is it is the closest to perfect that I know of. Great. Album. Uh, album? Scott Pilgrim The Game. The album. Soundtrack. Okay, okay. <laughs> and that, because of shadowboxing and just my imagination, because I have played the game, and I could also invent new ways in my brain to play the game okay. while listening to the soundtrack, and that would be a great source of entertainment for me. And I mean, like, the, the whole soundtrack is done by the band Anamanaguchi, and I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever listened to them before. They do a bunch of, like, 8-bit music and stuff like that. Really oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Really right. good. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a good pick. Anamanaguchi. And I mean, because, because most, most of what I listen to on a regular basis is either musical theater or comedy artists, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that would get very old very quickly. As opposed to something that's just an excellent composition, no lyrics, and you can really let your imagination run wild. Okay. Fair enough. And a book. Yeah, your book. Can you guess what it is? Is it Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim, Precious Little Life. Is that is that the whole set? That Pilgrim? is No, I think we had to pick one book, right? You can't pick an entire series. One. One book. One book. So is it so is Precious the, Little Life. Is, is that the first one? It is the first one. And I... I would love to compare and analyze how how it differs and how it's the same as the film. Okay. okay. So I've got mine. Yeah. But I, I do have another question. Okay. How on this desert island are we watching this? Movie? I know that's I always wonder that because this is such a silly question, but so many people ask it that's why I've only to answer it, but it's like 
If I'm we have of, a if we have a DVD player set up and you know a record player, uh, a CD I'm, player, but we can only have one book and one thing. I'm picturing <laughs> an iPad with no internet connectivity mm-hmm. and those three things only loaded on it, um, and also and a, a solar powered <laughs> charger. There we go. All right. Here's how I'm picturing that's, it. That's that's a good way to think of it. Yeah. Here's how I'm picturing it. Mm-hmm. You know, the first season of Lost happens over the course of 25 days. Okay. Somebody left their laptop and they found the hatch and found, yeah, they found, they found the hatch and are able to get electricity down there. There you go. That's a good, good way of looking at it. But that so, smoke monster wants to watch that Scott Pilgrim. He hasn't seen it yet. I know. Yeah. It's on his bucket list. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So, movie. Yeah. Specifically movie. Ah, you chose Scott Pilgrim. That's okay. I would do... You can also say Scott Pilgrim. Uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up here. Okay. I would say Scott Pilgrim. No, I would say... <laughs> I would say down with... Okay, no. Okay. Are we on the same island? No, no, we can't. We can't share the You're movies. alone. You are alone. You can't watch my movie. Um, You're alone. You're Castaway. So, okay. Uh, Castaway is a good choice. You know, I'd be like, oh, he gets back. Maybe I will some, at some point. And then I can watch all the movies. I would choose Down With Love, my favorite rom- rom-com. Okay. It okay. is. It, it's a great movie. Michael, mm-hmm. did I have I made you watch it yet? I believe uh, my significant other made me watch it. Actually, oh, it's so good. I'm so glad that she made you watch it. Mm-hmm. It's it's my, it's my favorite romantic comedy. Down with love. It's it's hard to find. It is very difficult to find. I'm still gonna write it down. Um, I've got a I've got a digital copy that I'll. And then there you. was one that I forgot to add to my list that you mentioned. Uh, Swing Kids. I have never seen that. Oh yeah. What? Robert Sean, is it Robert Sean Leonard or Robert Sean Leonard? Because it, it's uh, it's a last name, and yeah. so like because I've known Both. someone who has the last name Schrader, but in Charlie Brown as a first name, it's Schroeder. He so. he does he does what Dead Mouse does, you know, the, the electronic artist, mm-hmm. where he pronounces it different every single time he is asked that question. Oh, like Jake Gavin Hoogle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get a Le- <laughs> Leonard, and then you get a Leonard, and then you okay. get a Le- Leonard. Yeah, and young Christian Bale is in that film as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your album? Oh, album. That's a good question. I would choose probably Michael Jackson, uh, Black or White. Which is a very interesting one, but that's something that I like and go that's back to. That's not an album, though. You mean Dangerous? No, there's a there's a black there's a no. Sorry, I lied. I lied. I was thinking about the thing. You know what? I would probably. This is a freaking hard question, man. <laughs> that I probably should have thought of before we started doing the podcast. <laughs> Let's be real here. You got a book? Yeah, I've got a your, book. What's your book? The Stand. The Stand, okay. Good Stephen book. King, The Stand. It's a toss-up between that or House of Leaves. House of Leaves is like one of those books that I can keep going back to consistently over okay. and over again. Right. If you haven't read House of Leaves, read it. It's fantastic. We've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm sure I have. It's the book where you, like, sometimes, like, pages you have to slowly turn upside down. And, yeah. And then, like, you can see through the book sometimes. Yeah. And it's real. It's cool. Album. All right. <sighs> Joel, Go. Okay, I'll list I'll, I'll list my stuff and then we'll come back to you. I by the way, I have to mention my honorable mentions. But for a movie, now I had to think about this for a while, but for a movie I am going to go with A League of Their Own because it's there's so many feelings in one movie, mm. happiness, sadness, uh, That's you know, always a good yeah. balance. 
big was almost going to be it. Mm. But big is pretty much... I don't know. I, big, I also like Forrest Gump, Sister Act, and Pulp Fiction. Those were all on my list. But A League of Their Own is the one I decided to go with. I'm uh, I'm sensing a theme here. Well, there's a little Tom Hanks theme <laughs> there, but, you know, hey. <laughs> oh, but mine was heavily themed, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as far as album, this was, this was toughy because it was between two, and I went with the one that people aren't expecting me to say because Weezer's Blue Album is my favorite album. But to bring one with me to listen to for the rest of time or for however long I was on an island would be Turn It On Again by Genesis because it's there's more variation in the music and it's longer. Honorable mention, of course, Blue by Weezer, Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson, Broken by Nine Inch Nails, Changes Bowie by David Bowie, and The Dance by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, mm. and Shepherd Moons by Enya, wow. which some may find surprising on my list, but it's there. And Book... I've read this book about 15 times. It's called 100 Ghastly Little Ghost Stories. I've oh. got all the tabs on stories I like, yep. but I still read the ones that I don't as much. That, um, that sounds like a very yeah, good it's pick easily for you. the one I would pick. And then uh, honorable mention is my huge stack of ghost books that are next to my bed. <laughs> See, I know Scott Pilgrim the movie, but given my memory, like I honestly might want to take a book that I've never read before. Just because it's a new experience. Yeah, I thought about that too, but I was like, eh. <laughs> All right. It's a gamble. <laughs> I have my album okay. to go over that really quick for you. Mm -hmm. It's called Daft Science by the artist known as Coins. Now, here oh. is why I chose this album. It is a Daft Punk Beastie Boys mashup album Ooh. and it's so good and that it's like it's good. so it's like i get two bands in one <laughs> that that's a good uh good slick move yeah okay all right all right cool man yeah i'm glad we did that we've been like i said that one's been one that's been on our radar for a while so thank you to everyone who has literally not literally everybody but like literally a majority of people have who have asked. sent that in yes yeah so there we go. And that was the end That's of that. That's a good one. I'm glad, I'm glad we finally covered that uh, very common media question that we should have answered a long time ago. <laughs> now, don't, isn't there a very special anniversary this week? There, there is. sure is. You, you know, were telling me about this. Yeah. Already. So the classic Michael Keaton film, Beetlejuice, as it turns out, is exactly eight days older than I am. Ooh. Wow. Because they are celebrating their 30th anniversary of that movie just just not too long ago. And my birthday, well, by the time this episode comes out, will have already passed <laughs> my 30th birthday. So that was a fun little piece of trivia. I would like <laughs> to hear your alternate ending to Beetlejuice. Okay. Now, before we begin, can we talk about Beetlejuice? How... No. Don't, don't do it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about how this is the most Tim Burton, Tim Burton movie of all time? Do you, do you agree with that, Joel? Because I think, like, looking at um, his entire, the, the Tim Burton anthology, as it were, the discography. Culminating in well, Big Eyes, listen, which is not a Tim Burton. It is, obviously, it it is very Tim Burton, but 
Okay, you look at Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Batman, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, that's so true. Like, There's, there, there are big ones that I think of that are more musical, and there are other ones that are less comedic and more fantasy. That's so, true. I don't know. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I All forgot. All their unique I styles. Wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory no. as as the most Tim Burton movie. I, I wouldn't even, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. I love Nightmare Before Christmas, but I don't think it has some of the, the same feel to it. Like the really like, like it can get screwed up, right? But mm-hmm. it doesn't get like, like super, super weird. Like, yeah, I think there is also an element of heart that's got to be in every movie. Yeah. And Beetlejuice doesn't have as much heart as many of his others. I, I agree with that. I too. would say Edward Scissorhands for me is probably. I, you know what? I may lean into into Batman Returns. Honestly, that was an excellent Tim Burton film. I mean, the Danny DeVito like spewing up black sludge mm-hmm. is so Tim Burton. Yep. Maybe you're right. Edward Scissorhands is, I think, maybe. It's got comedy. It's got a heart. It's got fear. Right. But does it does it have that? Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, Edward Scissorhands and himself is like the, the, the super freaking weird contrast with the normal. Right? Like, what I was thinking of this, this whole thing is like the scene where we first kind of meet Winona Ryder's character, right? Mm-hmm. When they're sitting at the dinner table, right? Mm-hmm. And they're wearing like nice like dress clothes and stuff like that. And she's wearing like this like widow's garb with like a giant freaking like wind, uh, widow's shawl yeah. over her face. And I also think... The thing that, well, okay, this is tough because Edward Scissorhands, not the, not my favorite story. No. The story's actually kind of lame. Mm-hmm. It's all about the visual in that show for yeah. me. Movie. Anyway, so we have some alternate endings here. Yeah. Who wants Let's... to kick this sucker off? Why, why don't you, Mr. Joe? I'll kick this sucker off. I have three major plot point differences, and all I'm right. going to list them all. Okay. So, Beetlejuice kills Charles Dietz when he drops him off the staircase. Yeah? Okay, so Charles Dietz dies and ends up living in the attic with the Maitlands. Okay? Okay. Lydia kills herself because the Maitlands are tending to Charles, so they can't stop her. Okay? Uh. So Lydia kills herself and becomes a typist in the Neitherworld waiting room where she befriends Miss Argentina. That would be so fun. Uh. I like that one. Um, Because, you know, they say if you kill yourself, you become a servant in the F1. Delia Anotho, no longer with a daughter or a husband or stepdaughter and husband, opened an interior designing firm in the house. Spinoff. And they give Winter River an entire makeover. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with a a sort of spinoff, okay. where Beetlejuice goes and works with Michael in the Good Place. Okay, <laughs> Beetlejuice, the Good Place, the show with them. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah. Take, takes it in a whole new direction. I want. I really want to yes and this, Michael. Okay. But how the afterlife works in. And those two movies are completely different. Yeah, and maybe maybe they wanted to revamp. You know? Okay, okay, okay. The powers that be decided, you know, this isn't working. We're going to try something a little more whimsical. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like anything can happen in Beetlejuice there you go. land. Yeah, they go to Neptune. Yeah, it's just it's. They like open a door and they're on like like Neptune with sandworms. Sandworms, you hate them, right? <laughs> 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 Just say my name three times. <laughs> oh, 
Um, sorry, I, I have to do my Michael Keaton. Okay. Um, so here's, I, I kind of wanted to play out this off of, with you, Joel. Okay. What what would happen if the Dietzes and the Maitlands didn't get along in the end? Like, do you see them ripping the house apart? Pretty much to, to like, they're both wanting that house, right? right? So what would happen if it became kind of like civil war, like the living versus the dead? Who would win in that scenario? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Um the 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 Dietzes would uh, are selfish, and yep. I think that they would. They've already altered the house. I don't know if they would necessarily destroy it, but they would make the Maitlands uncomfortable if they didn't get along. Uh-huh. I think, and they did in a sense right. in the in the middle of the movie. The Maitlands in turn would haunt the shit out of the Dietzes with the help of Juno and and Beetlejuice yeah, and anybody totally. else. So. That could be uh, that could be a Beetlejuice too, which supposedly is being created. That's so okay. I don't know I, if that's happening really or not. Cool if Michael Keaton's in that. <sighs> I don't know if it's happening or not. It seems that uh, so many people say that it is. Like, it's not on IMDb. No, so. like with that, I've I've heard a lot of rumors about that, and the rumors about Bill and Ted Three. The, and mm. the photo that they released this last week of mm. Bill and Ted, like as Did they're they like really current, sit on the first. No, no. <laughs> okay. This is them in a this is them in a phone box like uh, last week. Hmm. Um, them as their age right now, and they both look pretty darn tasty. Yeah, I mean, they're both like attractive <laughs> young men, not young men, but older men. And it's like, oh my god, I still. It's crazy that we're talking about Bill and Ted three and Beetlejuice two, right? But let's let's. So t- does Silver Fox Keanu Reeves give you that same tingle down there that Jeremy Jordan does when he sings? Uh, have you seen the square? <laughs> space commercials where his head is a floating head in space with text wrapping around it it is so tasty hmm <laughs> haven't seen that it's on Instagram all the time okay. for me anyways maybe Excellent. it's because I liked it once and they're like hmm he likes Keanu Reeves let's keep this shit going <laughs> yeah. But yeah I mean that's the kind of the only one that I really had for that okay I'm Obviously, really prepared this week. So, I don't know what that was. So, it could happen. It might happen. We do not know. So, Michael. Yes. Uh, Joel, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this first, really quick. Okay. I'm betting you $10 that Michael has not seen this film. What? Beetlejuice? Have you seen Beetlejuice? Are we going to place a bet or. I don't have the money right now to give you, but I can do it possibly next week. I am not willing to make that bet because okay. you probably haven't. Fair enough. I have not. Okay. So here is what I need from you, Michael. You should watch it. Here's <laughs> here's what I need from you. <laughs> How does Beetlejuice end? Mm. I want to know, first off, what is the plot? From what from you've heard... What gathered okay. he's he's an afterlife uh, sort of zombie ghost-esque he has a job title what is that job title he might be some sort of angel of death i would say okay close okay he's the afterworld leading bio exercise yeah so he, <laughs> he exercises those real life people yeah um <laughs> okay i got I demons think... running all through me anyway gotcha gotcha <clears throat> so all right that. Um, okay, so so Beetlejuice, right? The Bio Exorcist. Why? Okay, what's what's going on there? 
he is he's working and and somebody is causing some trouble in his job. Somebody okay. is somebody is uh, not able to be exercised. Uh, like exercised or exorcised? Exorcised. I pronounced it correctly. Okay. Yes. So so somebody <laughs> is not able to be exorcised, right? Correct. So Beetlejuice goes to help them out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what happens? I would say he succeeds in the sense that he still gets to keep his job because there is talk of a sequel and either that or he fools the powers that be into thinking he succeeded even though he did not that would be my guess that you is... are so spot on yeah with this guess uh, yeah that i don't even know if you need to watch the movie yeah all right <laughs> Yay! I'm I'm getting better at predicting plots and stuff. April we, Fools. Uh, Get it? Because that was a week ago. Um, yeah. But you should watch it. I should. It's good. <laughs> Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin, Michael Keaton, Catherine O'Hara. Fabulous cast. Winona Ryder. Yeah. So I, I was I was planning on watching it today before Clint this Shattuck. episode, but uh, I I couldn't Jeffrey find it Jones. on any of the uh, subscription based video. Yeah, services. it's not online. Yeah. Also, this is a very long episode. That's guys. all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Anyways. Oh, yeah. You. We've been like over an hour and a half at this. Yep. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> thank you. All welcome. of you. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. What? That was all of them. I don't understand. I don't either. Let's just move along. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. The thing that we say every week. And my name is a a name. Mm -hmm. My name is also a name. Hey, we should totally hang out. My name is Joel Adam Chavis. It's like Travis, but with a C-H. Chavis. I'm glad that you remembered how to pronounce it. You still have the R in there, so it's like a Travis. No, it's Joel Adam Chavis. 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 No R. Chavis. No T. Just Chavis. You gotta like... There's no T in my name. Get the dictionary. And have yourselves a wonderful week. So what did you say last week? It was... It was... I said Chavez. Chavez. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.